Hey guys, welcome to Hello Dysfunction, episode 203. I'm Crystal, and that's Padafria. And here we are. Yep, with broken brains. Do you want to talk about this weather? No, I hate it. Do you want to talk about my $1,000 PG&E bill? (gasps) Ours was $532. Mine's definitely like a thousand dollars because I've been paying like really small amounts every month. <laughs> Below the minimum. <laughs> yeah, kind of like one fifty and two hundred when my bill is actually more than that, and it's just been building up, which is not smart. So now I'm gonna have to come off like a good chunk of money and pay some of that down. Well, you know, because of COVID, they're still not shutting people's utilities off. So that's you can... the problem is I know that because you told me that. And that's what gives me the green light. Like, oh, girl, don't sweat it. Just pay. Don't, it. Be, <laughs> don't be responsible. Just Go pay on $200. They'll, they'll shut up. Go on Macari and get those cabbage patches. Do it right now. And don't that's fucking worry about it. No, for real. That's how my brain works too. It's really yeah. Uh, I need to stop I'm that. Not a good adult whatsoever. Um, I haven't been a good adult. My my ADHD, you know, it's like on a hundred all the time. I don't know what it is. Everybody likes to talk to me. Of course, I entertain it. I talk back. I love it too, right? Mm-hmm. It gives so, you joy. It really does. I I feel like maybe I don't know. People feel comfortable talking to me. Maybe they need to talk at that moment. Maybe they need the interaction, whatever it may be, right? They pick the right person. Mm-hmm. So I did two things yesterday. <laughs> you need meds. <laughs> you need a doctor's appointment and you need meds. At least uh, I know I need meds. Like you're just the free balling life. I <laughs> know I really need meds. No, you do. Cause it's getting worse. But then I'm scared if I take them, what if it makes me not talk as much and then I'm not myself? It will not do that. It will. I mean, maybe not to strangers, but like, um, it's, you're still going to be yourself. Because ADHD meds, I'm scared it's going to make me a nice girl, a nice calm girl. No, you'll still be yourself. Just probably a more thought out version, a safer version a less targeted vert. I don't know. Right. I think you should try it. We're big. We're big advocates of mental health and meds. We're pro meds. I'm willing to try it. I'm willing to try it. Put your mental illness where your mouth is and, and fucking try it. My neurodivergency. Please. Uh, So I'm at the gas station yesterday. A guy starts talking to me before I know it. I'm telling him all about how if you eat shit, you have to wait an hour to brush your teeth because brushing your teeth creates micro tears. And his face Listen is like, how did you come in that hot on a conversation with a stranger? How did you get there that quickly? And you don't know this man. Five minutes. I want to know how you took it there and didn't seem like a lunatic. Um, 
he had heard one of the girls in the gas station mention my podcast. He had asked me about it. Um, I was giving him like a, a rough overview. I had mentioned that uh, you were a dom. Oh, um, you threw me in it. And he, and he started saying, um, he started talking about how he used to work somewhere and next door they did some type of sex work. And, and it was a lot it of just fun came out. And you it were like, yes, out. this is what I know about. I was like, well, you know, if you eat shit, you can't brush your teeth for an hour because it creates micro you tears. wanted to be big, knowledgeable Charlene. And he is fucking holding his head over the gas station, over the garbage can. And there's like tears pouring out of his eyes because he's suppressing gags. And I, you know, I think it's hilarious. So I'm laughing more and I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> You outdid him is what you did. He brought up a fucking dungeon or something. And you were like, watch this. You can't shock me, buddy. Hold oh, my yeah? beer. Hold my beer what? and watch this. Thank you, other people's lives, for that episode living in my head rent-free all the fucking time. Great. So then um, I'm at my client's house yesterday. And you know me and what ifs, right? My don't, what ifs. Don't play that game with her. So listen. Do not listen. <laughs> that game is not appropriate for everyone. Listen. Do not play that game with her. It brought me back to reality real fast, okay? Because we're really close. We're very comfortable. You're um, like, maybe. what if you slipped and fell on a dick? Who are you going to tell? No, wait. So, um, you know, there's a lot of inappropriate humor shared between us. It's very comfortable, but, you know, sometimes I forget who I'm talking to. And this old Mexican man was in the apartment fixing her oven, right? And she was getting frustrated. And it was like past six o'clock. It's starting to get dark. And she's getting real irritated with him. And I thought it would be a good idea to lean over her wheelchair and whisper in her ear, what if you turned around and he was wiping his butt on all your dish towels? And she... Crystal, she goes, this is where you work. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> your judgment, you're really funny. <laughs> I need the handler this week. I need the fucking yeah, You super thought mind. it was really funny to whisper that in your patient's ear about a man working in her house. Oh, she's, I, she's, I, I, I would have bet money that you said, what would you do if you looked and he walked in here with his dick out? His wiener well, would have said. That's probably what I really wanted to say, but I would like censored it, right? I did. Oh, you made it, you toned it down a bit. I did. I took it down a notch. That she was, was toned already, down for you. Yes. She was already irritated with him. So she, she like goes, oh my God, and takes her hand and like shoes me off because she's so irritated. <laughs> And you're making matters worse as you're over there eating ice cream. Dude, I need better fucking judgment. Oh my God. You do. You like read the room, Crystal. Seriously, read the room. I don't even read it. I just come in and open the book and scream whatever and is take at the over top of my and, Yes. And scream whatever's going through your brain at that moment. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, look on her face she was so irritated oh my god I felt really bad afterwards but I laughed to myself later on like you gotta text her later like I'm sorry about the butthole joke with your towels or dishes that's not funny 
that was really not funny of me. It was so fucking irritated at him. You need to text an apology and then post it so we see what she says back. You know why she was irritated? He hella mansplained us or tried to. The oh, light God. wasn't working in the oven. So she goes, turn on the oven light, please. He turns it on and it starts flickering, shorting out. And she goes, no, no, something's wrong. There's a short. And he goes, no, the light is only to be used really quick to take a peek. You turn it on, turn it off. And she goes, uh, no, no, it's not. But like, he's your first oven. But he tried to tell us that like we were dumb women. Like and women was, are not going to know their way around an oven. Right. So she was really irritated. And then I was like, what if you caught him rubbing his ass on all your fucking dish towels? Like it wasn't good timing. Oh my God. Bad, poor timing, Crystal. <laughs> A very poor judgment. Poor judgment. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, well, we had snow out here. Ridiculous. Uh, that's not normal. The other day I saw a post that like the news station put up hella normal, like, oh, snow tonight in, or tomorrow night in these areas. And I reshared it, like be fucking for real. And it was like Oakland, fucking Fairfield and shit. Like all these areas that don't be having snow, like all these places. And I was like, what the fuck? What kind of map is this? And then I heard on the radio, like, the temperature's going to drop below 30. And then today I woke up to all these photos and shit of hella snow. Yep. In Excuse me, in places that don't snow. I don't like it. You, Yeah, I don't like it either. Usually we can I don't get like when I wake up. Go ahead, sorry. I was going to say, usually we could get through winters and shit with hoodies. Now it's like, no, might need a jacket. Like I have a snowsuit. Jacket, I'll wear it. I'll wear it. A I turtleneck bet. under my foot. Yeah, it's just we're not prepared for that kind of shit. I think we got to put another cover on the beds, and like it's just weird. It's very fucking cold at night. It's really, you know, it's cold outside when I wake up because you know I keep my house at seventy four degrees. Like that's my temperature. I'm a lizard. Yeah. I like it warm. When I wake up in the morning and it's 64 degrees in my fucking house, that's cold as fuck yeah. to me. Yeah, for sure. That, it's never that cold. Never that cold. Here, like, yeah. I, could, I set my thermostat, I think, at 70, and I could just hear it click on all night long because the, the temperature keeps dropping. Like, it's hella fucking windy yeah. and hella cold. I hate it. I'm, so I, I just want this storm oh. to pass. Oh, let this be Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. Who the fuck is at my door? Hold on. That's really <laughs> what a nice fucking Mr. Rogers you are. That's really Not hi friend. It's who the fuck is at my door? Who the fuck invited you? Trying to be okay. Josie. Yeah. can take myself dancing oh thank you for the intermission <laughs> sorry about that um yeah so that's my complaint this week is the cold um what else has been going on hold on let me pull my notes up bunny Something and else? cheer 
So, you know, the kids are out of school this week and I thought, oh, that's cool. Like I could spend time with her. We could hang out, watch movies, be cozy, whatever. No, she has cheer every fucking day cheer practice and today she's they're cheering at the second game of the week how do y'all have games and shit when you don't even have school this week hell of annoying right it's president's week and the presidents don't want that i don't want that so it's like yeah i have to plan my day around dropping her off and picking her up um you know, every day, every day this week. So that's not a break. That's not no hangout time. I'm irritated with that. It's not. And Pease is gone for a few days, so I don't have her to laugh at. She's about to come back potty trained. She better not. She's off the pacifier being a grown woman. I don't know who authorized that. (laughs) Who told her dad to uh, do good parenting? right? Right. Right. No one authorized that. No, we didn't talk about that. She just comes home grown. No. With no baby. Yeah, that makes me sad. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in my new Faha. I could barely breathe. I'll show you if you can see. <laughs> nice. I need to measure it, but yeah, I'm choking, but uh, I have a massage tomorrow and that's going to help quite a bit. I'm looking forward to that. I do have a black bruise on the top of my foot. Let me tell you what these assholes did. Um, Certain things just don't go in the door of like the freezer and the refrigerator. Oh, And someone thought it was a good idea to put a frozen pound of ground beef in the door, stick the frozen block in the door of the freezer. So when you pull it open, it, hits the ground at full speed like a brick it hit the top of my fucking foot you know those bones are like delicate those are dancer bones yeah and and now something's probably fractured or something because uh i noticed the next day the top of my foot is black that shit fucking hurts and i really i screamed i screamed and no one was here for me to like take it out on So, you know, that made me even more mad because I couldn't even like lecture or yell or, or talk about what kind of booby trap that was. You punched a hole in the fucking wall instead. So fucking mad. So mad. I get hella mad when the girls will put half drinking drink sodas or they'll put like half eaten. um, Oh yeah. That's a freezer. I'll pour them out. I just pour them out. I open the door. I've had one of those fall on my foot before. That yeah, shit hurts. Still inside the refrigerator. That's fun. Then you get to clean that sticky mess. Fuck yeah, no. that's cute. Because of this cold weather, we have ants coming in again. Oh god! I'm, even more. Yes, you know how I am with ants. Well, come get that stuff from me. I told you, come get that poison powder. I will. I, I have that huge bag of that poison powder. I ain't had nothing up in here. Not a spider, not a nothing really since. Like, not like I used to get. I'm so sick of these fucking ants. I am. I'm about to swing by and grab that. Diametrius Earth. Yeah, I'll put you a big, big, like, Ziploc bag of it. You know, I went through Jack in the Box the other day. And, uh. Secretly. I need to tell you guys this. Uh. So we ran out of mayonnaise. We go through a lot of mayonnaise in this house. We're a house of mayonnaise lovers. Yes. 
I am a walking white stereotype. I put I want it to drip off my sandwich when I eat it. Ew. I love it so much. God forgive me. Um, but we ran out of mayonnaise and I wanted, we had sourdough bread and the really thin sliced lunch meat and pepperoncinis. And I really wanted a sandwich. It's like 10 o'clock at night. I don't want to go to the store. Pepperoncini sandwich? Pepperoncinis with really thin sliced turkey. Oh, okay. And sourdough. So... I didn't want to go in the store. Jack in the Box has really good mayonnaise. Not the packets, right? Don't fight. But they got really good mayonnaise that they use. Before you better not have. So <laughs> this is another reason I need a handler. I get in my car and I drive to Jack in the Box drive through. And I'm like, they're like, hi, can I take your order? And I'm like, can I get some mayonnaise, please? And he goes, mayonnaise. And I said, yeah, can I get a container of mayonnaise? And he's like, you want mayonnaise? He and I said, you're yeah. a fucking YouTuber pranking him. He goes, well, we're out of our plastic containers. And I said, okay, then can I just get packs of mayonnaise? And he goes, you want packs of mayonnaise? Like, you couldn't believe it. And I was like, yes, please. And he goes, how many packs of mayonnaise? And I said, I think 10 will do. And he goes, <laughs> like, this is a white joke. This is not real life. He's going to talk about that story for the rest of his career. And girl, I really fucking went through the drive-thru. With a cigarette and a bathrobe. Yes. And the sourdough sandwich already made without mayonnaise on my lap on a paper towel, just waiting for the packs of mayonnaise. We're going to make you an appointment. (laughs) We're going to make you a fucking doctor's appointment because you, first of all, so you've got a car. You got your car in the fucking drive-thru and waited in line to ask for mayonnaise. Did he charge you anything? How do you even ring that up? No. Can I have a cup of mayonnaise, please? I'm on the loose. I am a fucking... literally on the loose, like with a sandwich in your lap and a cigarette in a car in the drive-thru. That's uncalled for. Like, it's funny, but it's not. And you had no shame about that. Think about that for a minute. There was no shred of embarrassment anywhere. None. And in a bathrobe. And you looked at him dead serious with a straight look on your face. Like, thank you so much. And I wonder why tweakers are trying to give me their phone numbers. Because you're their fucking fellow person. You're their peer. Without the meth. They see your behavior and they're like, oh, she's one of us for sure. sure. Acting like that. Asking for fucking mayonnaise for a car sandwich. She's for sure going to talk to me about some shit. Oh, my God. This is, like, the only part of being so then, an adult I love is I can so do it. Way, you pulled over and assembled the sandwich? Absolutely. Don't leave and off I the story it. there. And then you ate it where? In the parking lot? Driving, driving on my way back home. So you came home with a sandwich that had mayonnaise on it. And Mark was probably That's like, it. where the fuck did you get that mayonnaise from? <laughs> Open that sandwich right now. Open it. You tell me right now where that mayonnaise came from. You couldn't go ask Robin. Like, fuck asking, like, your neighbor that you're very close to. You went to Jack in the Box. There's like four packs of sugar. There was like four packs of mayonnaise left on the counter. I brought them in to share. (laughs) For the rest of the household. (laughs) At 
least you weren't greedy about it. You guys, look what I went out and fend for myself and and brought this. <laughs> this is extreme you. cheapskates. No, really. Oh my fucking god. I At least drive to the store and send one of the kids in to get it. Dude. No, it was I a better, not- less embarrassing choice to go through the drive-thru. Sure. I did not want to get out the car. Oh my God. Don't talk about Carolyn or nobody else. I know. Do not. I, the genetics are really showing lately. They're showing through the older you get. It's yeah. Um, what yeah. holiday is coming up next? Is it Easter? Yep. Easter is so pointless. You don't talk about the resurrection of Christ. No, I'm just <laughs> saying like, I'm excited for peas to probably wear a dress, but like, we're not going to church. We're not going to my mom's. Right. We're not like, what is Easter? To get a basket with goodies. Yeah, true. That's cute. I'll get them candy. That's, and That's all it's That's really for, for us. I know. I see people on my Facebook talking about what they're giving up for Lent and shit. And I'm like, you guys are so much better than me. Yeah. I'm greedy and I'm not giving up no bad habits. Not even off because the the catholic church is so anti-witchcraft and all that type of shit but it's like you guys do full-on rituals like i hate to see them do rituals because your rituals are okay but anybody else's are like demonic and not okay you literally eat the body of christ and drink the blood of christ and you tell little kids that and that's supposed to be totally normal but don't you dare get into anything witchy right not crazy you know that leads me to something else i was gonna bring up i've been kind of leaning on god a little bit lately have you i have and not even in a funny way like in a real way and like you know without going too deep into my conspiracy theories like there i i know i'm a follower of a lot of that shit and i know what's real and what's not and i know people that have done rituals to to advance their careers um and shit like that and so i know it's a very real thing but i've been seeing so much blatant stuff lately um, I'll just say like in the media and in Hollywood and just in general in like the music industry and stuff too. And I'm like, it's kind of getting scary for someone what? who believes in that kind of stuff. And so I kind of been like, wow, like, you know, I make a lot of God jokes and shit, but I do pray to a God. And I just been like, wow, like, I don't know. I've been kind of leaning in that direction lately. You're like, now I'm going to get baptized. Again. In the body of Christ. I got baptized at a black church. There was no talk of no body and no blood. But you could could fall out on the floor. (laughs) Speak in tongues. Speak in tongues and someone will come cover you up with a sheet. Yeah. Oh, God. But I I don't know. We'll see where this goes. But I've been kind of, and I have a friend. And she's also very familiar with, I'll say, like, celebrities and people that have done things and whatnot. Like, she used to date Tom Hanks' son for a minute. Um, And just without saying too much, like, she's really on the same thing I am. Like, we want off this ride. Like, now it's kind of getting freaky. Oh, I've been wanting off the ride, but not for those reasons. 
Yeah, like before it was like, okay, you did it more in private. So it was whatever, right? That's your shit. But like now it's almost like slowly and very, they're very calculated in how they're trying to like push these agendas on people, on the regular people now. And that's what's making it scary to me because people are not seeing it. Like once you see it, you can't unsee it. So you'll start to see it everywhere that it is. That sounds kind of weird, but that's just how it is when you look into that shit. And so now it's like, wow, like they're really like full court press. It's creepy. Start building the fucking ark. Yeah, I don't know. Something. I haven't liked it, but we'll see. If I, I hopefully won't end up like going to church and shit, but we'll see. I'll just have a church. Oh, I'm going to start my own church. We both need meds now. That's what I really, no, that's what I really need to do. Cause I, I'll eliminate all the bad parts of church and just keep like the cool ones. We could have our own church. Oh, now you want in. I said my church. I, I always pray to a God. I don't know who the fuck I'm praying to, but it's not the white man in a robe up there. That's judgy, but it's not a sassy white man with a judgy attitude. That's no. given fucking baby rapists, the fucking power to rape babies and shit. Right. And then forgiving them, forgiving and them in the, the same skin as like kissing my boyfriend unwed. Yeah. Right. And then if they say, oh, please forgive me, Lord, you let them into fucking eternal life when they die. Like, that's not the God I'm praying to. No, it's not. It's really not. You know, um, but I do, you know, I do believe in something. Yeah. Okay. So I don't burn in the pits of hell one day. Yeah. Or when, or when my life feels like too fucking much, like it's so overwhelming. Overwhelming. Yeah. God, please don't let me end up in prison. So, you know, I worship Santa Muerte. I talk about it sometimes. I've invited people if they wanted to get into it to message me about it and I'll be more forthcoming and helpful when it comes to that. I just wanted to give an example today about how fast she works. Like sometimes it's crazy. I was looking it through my phone at pictures that I had of peas. I have pictures of peas, like feeding the statue behind me down there. Um, like mm-hmm. Cheetos. She'll try to feed her all the time or Buck took pictures of her hugging her one day. Aww. And so like, I have all these cute pictures of her standing next to her and I'm like, okay, that is a big statue, but like, I need to get her up off the floor. I need to get a stand for her. Right. No sooner than I fucking thought it in my mind, I watch my massage girl's story on Instagram and she's remodeling her like space. And so she is selling like a plant stand, a little side table, all this shit that would be absolutely perfect for my statue for hella fucking cheap. So I hit her and I was like, I want everything except that bench, like, because I don't have anywhere to put it. Um, and she was like, that's perfect because somebody bought the bench just now and you could oh, have wow. like, literally, as soon as I thought to myself, I need to get her up off the floor. I immediately like saw, within a minute saw a solution. Look at that. She was like, get me off the floor. Yes. Patty. Yeah. I love peas, but she keeps feeding me junk food and like fucking taking my skies and <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So she so look at that. Look how fast she fucking works. So tomorrow when I get my massage, I'm going to come home with a little stand for her. I love that. 
Yes, I do. I do, too. I do. She's like, I'm sick of these wet Cheetos being rubbed on my <laughs> these face. Soggy Cheetos she's had in her hand for 45 minutes being fucking offered to me in my mouth. Yeah. Yep. So oh, I love that. He works, works fast. That's fucking cool. Um, melatonin. I've been having problems sleeping lately, which is not normal for me, right? And I don't know what it is. Um, it could be because I drink coffee all hours of the day and night, but that's not new. And I'm not right. being funny by saying that. That's not new. Okay. Like I, I've been drinking coffee. Like we used to record at like 5 and 6 p.m. sometimes and I would drink coffee at that time right. and still be able to knock out. Well, lately I've had hella problems with falling asleep to where I'm just like, laying in darkness pretending to be asleep for hours and hours and hours until I see daylight it's really fucking pissing me off that so, sounds like a nightmare yeah so melatonin like the gummies that I get they're like extra strength they're 10 milligrams each they used to put me down immediately right I get mm. hella crazy dreams from them which is also a plus but they would work, okay? They would get the job done. So I, I slowly went from one to, to one not really working to then I started taking two. And now I take two at a time and like, it doesn't work. So I don't know if I need to move up to three or if I need to graduate to Tylenol PM or like what I need to do. So what I can do though is like, it still gives me the dreams. So even if I don't fall asleep until morning or something, I still get the crazy dreams. So right. that's a fun, a fun thing. That's still enjoyable, but I need the sleep. No, and for I'm, real. Yeah, and it's starting to piss me off because it's making me cranky -er than no. usual. Oh, I bet you're real fun. Yeah. Glad you're over there. I mean, I'm on no. also on the different medicine, which I think is doing good for me. I was but... just going to say, how is that going? So far, so good. I hope that's not what's keeping me up. But Have they told me that's effect? like a downer. They told me to take that at night because it could make me sleepy. I wonder if it's having a reverse effect or something. Google it and see if that happens. If if there's a possible reverse effect. Yeah, I will. Or if there's a small minority that it causes them to have fucking insomnia. Yeah, because you know, like Benadryl does that to some people and shit. Yep. Yeah. So I'll see. Yeah, I'll see. I still enjoy the dreams. One one common thing that I don't even know what this means, but it happens a lot in my dreams lately is I'll be in like a big mansion or a big like luxury penthouse or I'll be one of my dreams. I was in like this big lavish apartment um, and it was like it was in a high rise and there were hella other like people I knew that were in the building, but all of the floors connected to each other like it was all like one house and there were no doors. None of the mansions or the penthouses or the apartments or anything have doors. What does that mean? It's just like, come and go as you please. And I was able to walk past people's doors, say hi all the time, like very weird shit, but never any doors. Hmm. I'm, I'm due. I'm overdue for a reading. I think I need to go do that. Let's go. Yeah, we should. I want to go. I want to see if Billy talks to me. I have. Yeah, we should. I, I owe you a reading anyway. I hella want to see if my dad will come through. Yeah, that would be good. Okay, I'll yeah. plan for like a weekday morning. Yeah, let's fucking do it. I really 
really i mean i always miss my dad but i haven't been missing him lately that yeah. fucking song that goddamn song triggered it that one i sent you what song the hawaiian dude that sang for the american idol audition recently yeah 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 so it's a james blunt song called monsters but the dude that sings it for the audition man that shit is like so much emotion and he sings it so well i went and tried to listen to the james blunt version yeah it's fuck, not the same fuck no fuck no but that fucking triggered it and i hella miss him so let's go i'm down i also want to look into Re- reiki how do you say it reiki 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 we reiki. know someone that was a reiki master shut up bitch no i have a cousin actually on my dad's side that does reiki like is certified all the shit like legit does it but me and her don't live close to each other so that might be difficult but our good friend lex at the tattoo shop in vallejo referred me to someone that does it um told me that she had a reiki session with her and that like it was crazy, on point, accurate, read her for filth. And then the next day, she felt like a weight lifted, physically lifted off of her, like felt she couldn't even really describe it. Like it was, it sold me. So I want to do that too, because I have a lot of built up, you know, trauma and shit to process. And I want to yeah. like let it out and let go of. And yeah. I'm I'm hoping that I could like, get an appointment and maybe that'll help a little bit i think it would be cool to try for sure yeah i'll try anything at this point yeah no i agree uh life's fucking rough man um speaking of life's rough as i sit here to struggle to unroll a fruit roll up like a child you see what i mean life is tough tough (laughs) Life I is fucking rough, hard uh, and rough. It's rough. You um, gotta go get the mayonnaise from Jack in the Box. You know, but, at a moment's notice. <laughs> maybe I need to be in prison. Have you been following Britney Spears? No. And I saw that in your notes that you sent me. Tell me all about it. Because, you know, I got Britney shirts and shit. That was my girl. But she's a dumb honk. She is a dumb honk. And she's just like, you want to talk about running wild, running free. Is she still unmedicated? Because I know she was on, she went fully off meds. Oh yeah, for sure. And you can see it. She needs a motherfucking conservatorship. Now, I said that the day she got released. Like her dad is probably sitting back with a cigarette. Like this is what y'all wanted. This is what the fuck y'all wanted. But she needed, I don't think she necessarily needs a conservatorship. I I do think she needs maybe a payee and she needs um, like a guardian at Lightem, somebody that will just keep an eye on her, not be able to steal her money. Because, you know, money is the thing. Yeah, so, like, maybe not involved in the money part of it, but, like, I don't know. Like, she needs something. This bitch, the other day, posts... Now what she's doing is she's turning off the comments on all her posts because she knows people are on that ass. Like, hey, hey, girl, we love you, Brit. Maybe you need a doctor. Where's your fucking husband? What's going on? 
Um, Sam Gunn threw his hands up like, you know what? Listen, she has been posting weird videos on her page. She posted the other day talking in like a fake accent. A very strong fake. I think it was like supposed to be an Australian accent, but not. Um, looking in fucking sane. You know, her eyeliner is all smudged everywhere. Her hair's wild. She looks like she just came out from under the bed. She's like spinning and twirling and shit. And she's like, hey, and holds up this shitty fucking dress. And she's like, I someone sent me this dress and blah, blah, blah. And she's talking like a fucking, it looks like a camera is in a facility. Like she's a fucking loony. Um, and she's she talks about this dress. I'm gonna post this dress and blah blah blah. Someone gave this to me. Someone sent this like fucked up weird accent, spins around with the dress, weird shit. And people are like, What is go like take her phone? Like on Twitter, people were like, Yeah, okay, is this real? Like, take her phone away, guys. I think it, I love it. I love it. I fucking heart react the video. <laughs> You would. I would see your name on the list of likes, you know, when you go on someone's page. Every time I would go watch her video and go to like something, hell of our listeners had already hard. Oh, my my God. You'll never see my name. I don't even know why I follow that bitch just to talk about it. It's like you can't look away. It's like a collision. And I think part of me hoped she would get it together. You know, and I was, I was, and then I'm kind of like, slowly, I'm like letting go of that, that hope. You go watch that video and you, about that goddamn dress. And you tell me about someone sending her a dress. Uh, Does it look like a cotton dress from Delia's and shit? Cause all her clothes. It's like a sequined fucking, I don't know, like a fucking club dress or something like a, yeah, it's supposed to be like a club dress. What are you doing? Where the fuck is your husband? You have a tripod in there? What are you fucking doing? I'm, I'm I read I read that she makes her assistant take hella those videos of her. She's like, yes. okay, let's go. Yep. Yep. She's barefoot all the time, like action. Me. Oh my God. Get your girl. Get your fucking girl. Yeah, she's uh, someone needs to step in and like um I don't know, hold her hand, something, man. It's a lot. Um mm. in bad news, you know, this is Black History Month. And a post has been circulating and people are hella laughing and think it's funny, and I think that's b- very deliberate and I think that's what probably white people want is this to be a big joke it's not funny they could have waited till next month to to air this or whatever but there's like this therapist like this celebrity therapist um he's like an older black man i don't know his name but like he um helps people trace their roots and shit i've seen clips of him talking to people before and Mm -hmm. he's sitting down with angela davis who's like Black Panther, you know, fucking um, icon, black icon, right? Like she is sitting down with him and I guess he ran her ancestry and he's breaking the news to her that she is the descendant, like third or fourth generation, not even hella far back, I don't know, something of 
people that sailed on the Mayflower and slave owners. So colonizers and slave owners. She's direct descendant of them. Because her ancestors were probably raped by them. Of course. Of fucking course. So, like, I don't know what part of that um, people are missing when they're laughing or if they are keeping that in mind and still laughing, like, because she's such a, you know, a a fighter for Black rights and civil rights. And, you know, I'm just, I don't see the humor, though. I see it as really I don't either. It's really mean. laugh reacting it's probably white folks laugh reacting. well i saw a lot of black people on twitter laughing too and i was just like that's not fucking funny like honestly how do you like light-skinned people in general i know black people come in all colors but like i'm never gonna like i don't know make a joke about how someone ended up light-skinned because there's there's too much chance of it to be through like some type of trauma you know what i mean um but it's not funny, and I'm seeing it circulate. The first one I saw, they told her that she was a descendant of someone uh, from that rode on the Mayflower, because there was only like a hundred and something people, um, and she's yeah, she's blood related to one of them. And she was like, no, no, absolutely not, no. And he was like, yes, like it's here, we have the proof. And so she was all you know bummed about it. I didn't watch the whole episode. I bet. But then the follow-up clip that I'm seeing now is not only that, but also of slave owners. And I'm like, mm, I don't know. I don't think that's in good taste. I not don't think that's during this month and probably just not period. Uh, that makes me sad for her. It does. And I, I want her to be like, in the news or like in on the blogs and shit for good shit that she does. And, you know, like her work and, and just her being an amazing person and a pioneer of so much. And like, I don't know that pissed me off. And I think it's in poor taste and it's not fucking funny. I don't think any of that shit's funny. No, I reshared it the first one. Cause I was like, wow, that's fucking crazy. I was just shocked. But then like a friend, Bianca, or if you're listening, she made me realize like, that's not fucking funny. And like, I didn't want it to come across as I was laughing. Cause I definitely wasn't, I was just shocked, but I was like, I'm gonna take this down anyway, just because like, I don't fuck with that. Like, I don't think that's cool. Yeah. It's not funny, you know, and it's something she's clearly upset about like who wants to, f- a normal person ain't going to want to find that out, let alone fucking Angela Davis. Yeah. That's, that sucks. That yeah. makes me sad for her. You know, it's not my fucking, you know, it's really not my lane to say fucking too much. I just think um, it's not funny, especially if it's traumatizing to her to learn that. It's not yeah. funny at all. Yeah. At all. It's not. Um, You want to do some write-ins? Because I have some. Wait, I wanted to talk about something. Sorry. Um, no, it's okay. So... I've been watching Poker Face on Peacock, and that is the series with uh, Natasha. Is it Natasha Leon? I believe. I don't know I any actors' names ever. I love her. I fucking love her hair. Her hair. I have hair envy so bad for her of her hair. Um, it's like uh, Mark brought this up, and I was like, "You're right. It's like a modern day murder." She wrote. It's good. Really. It's a good- a good series. I love her. It's funny. 
It's it's good. Murder mystery shit. It's called Poker Face. Yep, on okay. Peacock. Mm-hmm. And then this morning I started watching. It's on Hulu. It's called. Uh, it's like a docu series. There's like ten episodes. They're like an hour long each. It's called Dark Side of the Nineties. And oh. there's an episode on talk shows, nineties talk shows. There's an episode on the Viper Room um, from Sunset Boulevard, where yeah. River Phoenix um there is there's like episodes about so much shit and um how dark is it does it get dark um the viper room one is sad to me i know a lot of they let a lot of underage like actors actors and shit party there a lot of people said that that club saved their lives like you know johnny depp johnny depp owned it until like oh four and then after after he sold it, it never was what it once was. Um, oh, okay. And they play the 911 call, you know, River Phoenix. I mean, Joaquin Phoenix, River's younger brother, is the one that called the paramedics, 911. Yeah. As River was dying. Um, that call is really sad. They played that 911 call. But on the talk show one, that one I found really interesting because, you know, I'm obsessed with, like, 90s talk shows. I watch them and shit all the time. Yeah. I forgot that Jerry Springer was the mayor of Cincinnati before he did the talk show, and he got arrested, bitch, for paying a hooker with a check. He paid her with a check. Wait, so what was the crime? The check or the fucking... Did he, he use got government arrested. funds? Uh, no, for solicitation. You know, it was really against the law back then. You're going oh, to jail. Okay, okay. But like, he why I, such heavy e- e- emphasis on the check. Like I thought maybe it was like a government check or something. Like I just thought it was so funny. I thought it was so funny he was paying her with Good the for check. him. Good for him. He seems like a very um forward thinking, you know, liberal yeah, yeah. kind of guy. Yeah, and then um, they go into, remember on Jenny Jones, where she recorded that episode about crushes? Yeah. And the gay man got killed. Yeah. And then they played clips from a few shows, and I fucking forgot about this, and I was like, this was so dangerous and so fucking horrible and such a sign of the times. They would set these men up. And they would have them getting a massage from a woman. And then they would interview them at the end or make them have some type of interaction with this woman. And then they'd interview them at the end on the talk shows. And they'd be like, did you think she was really pretty? Blah, blah, blah. Then they'd have the lady come out and the lady would go, ha ha, I'm really a man. Like, oh my fucking God. That was something that all the shows did i think at one yes. point that was like a little a little trickster a little game they played like it was so inappropriate oh, and fucking yeah problematic yeah people was, could watch, like fucked up because of some shit like that oh my i just was watching it with my mouth open this morning like oh my fucking god like how horrible to do that to people yeah i mean not only that but like to make a joke of the woman like that's what i mean yeah yeah i mean not only putting her in danger but like fucking making a mockery of of who she is anyway yeah it's a lot of the shit if you look at any of the fucking like 
um ace ventura movies and like all that kind of shit there's a lot of like trans humor he she all the 90s movies had a little taste of that and like just so much shit that would not fly now and it so shit like it really bugs me this day and age when people say oh we've gotten so sensitive as a society no i don't i don't think we have i think we've become more aware and more yeah um, empathetic we should be anyways more sympathetic more um thoughtful because looking back on that shit we were fucking garbage yeah for that i mean there was so much like sexual harassment and fucking think about all like the police academy movies and the fucking naked gun movies and all that shit Naked gun is so bad they're so bad and i just think about damn like i grew up watching hell of this shit and like um it's a good thing i'm not one of those people that's crying about people being sensitive now and i realize how fucked up all of that is right it's gross it's really gross those women were really put in danger on those talk shows like oh my god yeah Yeah, so that series is really good sounds good the dark side of the 90s because jesus christ yeah all right that's all i got Okay. Well, let's do some write-ins because I got some that I've been waiting to read. I almost read one on Patreon the other day and I was like, wait, I can't do that here. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Hey, ladies, it's your old pal Elrod, a.k.a. Mexikish. I'm at my computer listening to the latest and you're laughing about about Pat buying a stockpile of clay in the middle of the night because she had grand visions for her new random hobby. And I related so bad. I decided (laughs) to chime in on how I respond to my own manic 2 a.m. shopping sprees. Oh God, I hope this is advice. Oh, I love it. Anytime Pat... Anytime Pat on her on her late night purchase binges, I have Vietnam style flashbacks to me <laughs> buying a $500 Catherine Delish vintage style marabou dressing robe. At oh my god. Hour, at the witching hour in a frenzy because in, in all caps because I had to have it. Can you imagine waking up the next morning and you spent $500 on a marabou fucking robe? A robe. Oh my God. Want to go ahead and guess how many times I have worn it since I bought it? Time's up. Exactly zero times. Oh my God. This is my life. But it's beautiful. And you, you could say you own it. And let's not talk about how many other unworn items are in my closet haunting my bank account to this day. So anyways, I get it. I've been roaming this planet undiagnosed my whole life because i'm hyper independent and don't like to ask for help hello childhood trauma response yep so i have become the master of self-soothing see this is a thing yeah for sure this is a thing um here is here's a life hack i use to soothe the shopaholic beast within it's 2 a.m you're in bed and you have an itch to press purchase button on a random item that is making your heart race pull the flag that's the indicator you are now forbidden from buying the item until the next day when you're out of bed assure yourself it will still be there take a breath and tell yourself you can have it in the morning nine times out of ten 
the sun rises and my adrenaline is gone and I no longer want the item. Yeah. If I make that a rule, I think that might actually help. It's, it's kind of like the killing yourself thing, like how we say, give yourself a week. And if you feel this, you know, if you get close, just make yourself wait, wait a week. This is yeah. kind of that same theory. Um, another one for impulse buyers when shopping in person, tell yourself you can have it, but you can have it next time. So you're not depriving yourself of having it. You're just telling your brain that if you come back next time and you still want it, then go ahead and buy it. I don't like to deprive myself of having everything I want. So if I tell myself I can't have it, or if I say no, then automatically I'm going to retaliate against myself and get it anyways. Whereas if I say, yes, you can have it, but you have to wait, then I can feel better about walking away from it. That's true. Cause I don't tell myself no for anything. Like, honestly, like baby girl, you can have whatever you want. Like I, it's your world. For real, like anything your heart desires. That's a good way of thinking. It is. Brains are weird and talking about the weirdness of it and realizing there are others that have struggled or dealt with the same issues is so comforting. Thank you for connecting so many of us intensely enchanting weirdos. LOL, hello dysfunction forever. Thank you. Oh, I love her so much. I I think I will benefit from that write-in because I'm telling you like, uh, just from not being able to get what I want growing up and shit. I'm like, now yeah. I, I'm doing any procedure I want. I'm buying anything I want, even if I'm never going to go anywhere to wear it. Anything I think is cute and I'm capable, I'm buying the, all of the supplies to make it or have it. Like, I, I don't tell myself no for anything. I think next time you're manic in the middle of the night doing shit like that, just try that. Try yeah. your advice. Like, like wait till the morning. And if, yeah, and if you still want it, just get it then. Yeah, and if you still want it, get it in the morning. Yeah, because it's not saying no. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I could see how that would work. Thank you so much. Um, All right. I have... Oh, you want to do one? I have an anonymous confession one that I was going to read, but go ahead. Okay, we'll we'll just go back and forth. Okay. Um. Hi guys, first off, I love you. I'm sitting here thinking about how I'm the only person in the world that can't imagine or visualize things in my head. So thank you for talking about that. I'm so happy I'm not the only one. Wow. Somebody, sorry, somebody DM me too and said that they're like that. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. You can interview me. I have so many questions and answers, LOL. Thank you for this podcast. I'm obsessed. Live in Sonoma County, born and raised in Oakland. Love you both so much. Hey. Yeah, I, I think that's it. so fascinating. And I was like, I mean, but but what that person that wrote me told me is that all of the other senses are also super hyped up, though. Like they could smell smells, tastes, almost feel the emotions and shit strong as fuck, but they can't see it. So like... Excuse me. I think because of the absence of the visual, everything else is like hyped up. Yeah. That's kind of cool. I don't know if I would want that. But the visuals are. Yeah. The The smell part. Not fucking fun. Yeah. Okay. You go for it. Okay. This one I think is a confession. 
Confession time. I was raised my, by my grandmother who was handicapped due to severe arthritis and osteoporosis, meaning she had many medical assist tools around the house. Enter the wheelchair. I cannot tell you how many times as a teenager I used her wheelchair as a ruse in order to get preferential treatment. Disabled people rarely have the advantage in everyday life except in one place, the happiest place on earth, Disneyland. Want to skip <laughs> the lines? Wheel wheelchair. Want a crew lifting you in and out of the rides with zero effort at all? Wheelchair. Brand new pair of shoes from Walt Disney himself because the ride you got on damaged your shoes because your, quote, legs don't work and they dragged on the ground and got ruined? Wheelchair. Oh. When it comes to milking the most out of your Disney vacation, you can't go wrong with bringing a thrifted wheelchair with you. Follow me for more life hacks. Listen. <laughs> Our last trip to Disneyland, I told you I encouraged everyone to steal. That shit is jacked up thousands um, beyond the price that it should be. A thousand yep. times marked up. And I was like, steal as much as you can. I don't even think they give a fuck. Just steal to offset the amount that you're being ripped off. But that, borrowing a goddamn wheelchair and reaping those benefits, that's what we need to do. I'm doing Dude, it. I'm so just going to say. when you see me in a wheelchair, mind your motherfucking business. I'm just going to say, um, I'm may or may not have used Carolyn and her walker uh, and put her in a wheelchair before. So I, I'm just going to say that. <laughs> I, may, I may or may not have taken Carolyn to theme parks with us maybe before. Cause yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not mad at that. If you have a relative to borrow, if you want to be that relative, I'm fucking doing it. She had a good time. I, I respect that. Right. <laughs> 100%. Okay. I'm not mad. <laughs> Is it, would that be considered being a form of being ableist? Are you making? No, no it's a form of being a scammer. And I, I respect all forms of scam. Okay. It's equality and scamming. Okay. Um, Hello, two powerful women who I feel I now can't live without. Oh, mm. I love y'all both, but this writing is for Potafria. I want to sincerely thank you for how honest and candid you've been about your relationship with your mom. The budget TV dinner episode had me in tears with you because I'm going through something similar in my life and hearing you stand strong in your own power to keep boundaries with your mom has helped push me to do the same. Without getting too much into it, my mom left me and my brothers at a young age and disappeared. She reached back out to me 17 years later, only for me to find out she's been in L.A. that whole time. I'm also from the Bay, so finding out that we were in the same state and she couldn't hop on an hour and a half flight to see us really fucked with me. However, after she reached out, I decided to go see her alone and she let me know she had two kids and asked if I wanted to meet them. I agreed because I love my brothers and was excited to have more siblings to add to my list of people to protect and watch grow in life. When we arrived to her apartment, her new husband met us outside and told me not to tell the kids who I am 
and pretend I am my mom's niece instead because Excuse they haven't. Me? Are you out of your mind? Because they haven't told them about me or my brothers. You motherfucker. I should have left in that moment, but for some reason I agreed. One of the biggest regrets I have because I know it came from wanting to people please. I can't explain how painful it was to finally have my mom in front of me again and watch her tell me stories about my childhood as if she was my aunt. She even went as far as to say, your mom told me you used to love playing in the park. Anyways, I ended up cutting her off and don't want to get too deep into it now because this message isn't about me, but more to thank you. To share your story on your platform for people like me to hear is one of the greatest gifts you could get. I have moments where I question if I'm being too harsh and cutting her off. And I swear after hearing that episode, I never felt more freed from those shackles and can finally move on in a wild way. You gave me the closure I've always needed. And I thank you for that because people in my life have never been able to help me with it. And Crystal, I also want to applaud you that you give the space for Patafrey to speak her truth. So many times I've been told it's your mom. You only have one. Just forgive her and move on. Oh, but you stand by your friend. And I admire that so much. I hope this wasn't too long. I just felt compelled to let y'all know how much that episode positively impacted my life. It was also healing to hear Patafrey a belly laugh about the TV dinners after releasing her pain minutes before. It showed me that there's light at the end of a tunnel. You helped me release the frog in my throat after this episode, and I hope you can get that release one day as well. I want to stay anonymous just because I've put way too many people on this show and don't feel ready to have my story heard yet, but one day I hope to be as brave as you. Ooh. What a good write-in. Thank, thank you. you. And that brings up a really good point. Thank you. I will thank you, Crystal, because honestly, now that I think about it, I mean, my godmother is pretty good about it, too, because she don't like the way that I, you know, obviously she picked up the slack when my mom wasn't there. Yeah. Um, and has continued to be a parent to me my entire fucking life. Um, but aside from her and like maybe Candy, my sister, everybody else, family wise and shit would be like, oh, but that's your mom. But that's your mom. You only get one. Life is short. Oh, but she'll come around. She didn't know better. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like nobody had the fucking sense, I'll say, to set her fucking straight. If somebody maybe would have checked her back then when I was a little kid and been like, hey, check this out, bitch. You're fucking tripping. You're leaving your kid. She's upset and she's acting out and fucking having hella problems and you're running away from her. Like maybe she would have got her shit together for me. But yeah. instead, there was everyone in my life and in her life also like, oh, she'll come around, you know, oh, she's growing up herself. Oh, she, you know, just like excusing her fucking bullshit. Her bullshit. It would be OK. Let's just say, OK, fine. She was young. It happens back then. But here we are. Hell of fucking years later. We're talking decades. Yeah. And you. You can't even fucking dig deep and, and, and be accountable for something so fucked up that you did to another human being that you chose to birth. Like, oh my fucking God. And you know, for the, just, 
oh, it just makes me so angry. It, it, it does. It makes me really fucking angry because I know how bad it hurts you. And, and yeah. I think it's really selfish and, and self-absorbed and just, it's not I'm right. Gonna, I'm going to give a little update. And I'm not mad enough right now or feeling petty enough right now. That could change. Thank you, Mitz. But I'm not feeling mad enough right now to read this write-in. But since that last episode, I got an email from my mother. And it's because I know she listens, okay? Um, she heard what I had to say and everything. If I read to you this lengthy fucking email that I got, because she's blocked from my phone. She can't text me. I made a joke, like, in a minute, she's going to be hitting me on Cash App or something because I'm going to block her on my email, too. But um, I got this really lengthy fucking email. And if you read it, she might not read it and see what how it comes across. But, like, basically, it starts off with saying, like, Maria, I've already apologized to you so many times. So many times I've said sorry. Like, that that's not how you start this conversation with me. Because obviously those apologies were bullshit or, you know, they would have maybe helped a little bit. Um, the, the email goes on to basically name everything she's done either with or for me and my kids, like having a birthday party for bunny at her house when she was little. And I did this and I did that. And I, and it's really fucking weird the way it's written. Um, it's the only accountability I saw was like, I know I messed up and I was really young and I know I fucked up, but I apologize to you. And it's like, she's apologizing from a place of, I fucked up when I was a kid air quotes. Like that was her only time to fuck up, but I'm going to go ahead and say right now, like, don't get me started. Like I would just let this go, honestly, because I'm gonna get pissed and then I'm gonna start really airing shit out. But as an adult, okay, when I got a divorce, I was in my 20s. Yeah. My mental health started to decline. Yeah. She offered, they had an empty bedroom at the time that was being used as a playroom for my sisters. They yeah. let me move in for a very short period of time. I was there like under six months. I moved in and... um me and my ex-husband were really not getting along. We were really fighting over how often I could see the kids and shit. It was really ugly and messy at this time. But he was letting me get the kids, you know, while I was staying with her, like on the weekends, right? My mom at one point came and told me as an adult, this was not that long ago, not as a child, childhood mistake, throw that out the window came and told me you're sleeping too much and your kids are making a lot of noise. So her husband wanted her to let me know my kids can't come over to visit me there anymore. And then very shortly after that, I was told I have to move out. Not because I'm being disruptive, not because I'm partying or like expecting hella shit from them or like, being ridiculous, but because I'm in that room sleeping too much when I'm not at work and my kids are being too loud with her two kids that are the same age, my sisters. 
So it was like too many kids playing that. I think about that and I think about how attentive and considerate and empathetic and everything and delicate she is and how she handles my sister's mental health. Yeah. Because they both suffer from some mental health issues. And I think about how I wasn't allowed that same patience and consideration offered any help, anything like that. And this, this came up, this situation came up in an argument a few years ago. And she was like, Oh, well, you were sleeping too much or whatever. You were, you were sleeping when they came over. And I said, I was fucking depressed and I wasn't on meds. Like, did you think about that? Well, why didn't you tell me that? What's her response? Maybe not, not, I'm sorry. Well, why didn't you tell me? Cause, cause I was supposed to, at the time I was supposed to recognize that's what was happening. I think what your mom doesn't realize she's doing is she is apologizing from a defensive standpoint instead of apologizing from her a genuine place of sorry. Yeah, exactly. It's from, she's too caught up in defending her her position and giving me a listing things to me that you've done for me. Like that's low. That's like, like really fucking low. You're a parent. The fact that you can recall the things that you've done for me says a lot right there because I can't recall all the things that we've done for each other. You know why? No. Because there's been so many. Exactly. I wouldn't be able to give you a list. <laughs> I wouldn't. Right? Yeah, exactly. Isn't you don't that keep weird? Yeah. Yes. Like, I don't know what it's going to take. I mean, I know she didn't want a stranger telling her how bad of a mom she was. That's her reason for resisting therapy. But honestly, you need to go to therapy for your motherfucking self because you're not only going to have problems with me, you're going to have problems with everybody. When, yeah. you know... Well, that's what I mean. It's from this defensive place. And listen, I, outside of this issue, I think your mom is great. You know, and but this is so huge and it's so big that she really needs to take a step outside of herself and look at the situation from your shoes and from people that love you shoes like myself, because it doesn't look good and it doesn't make you feel good. And why? Why can't you go to therapy if it's going to make your daughter, if it's going to help your relationship with your firstborn daughter, why wouldn't you do it? I would fly to the fucking moon for Naya. Right. I think I, any I, parent would. Yeah. I don't get that. It just shows, it's just very telling and just shows how much of a parent she's not to me. You know what I mean? Like I'm a friend. I'm like a sister. I'm like a, I'm something else. I'm not a fucking daughter to her. I'm not She's a really good mom to your sisters. Oh yeah. And they've always had that. And so that dynamic is like reserved for them. Like you've never held that space for me. You never will. It's very foreign. We're not going to start this now in my great big age. You know what I mean? (laughs) I just want her to fucking like, and also other parts of the email, she threw in a lie for a little razzle dazzle made me want to slap her just about the interactions, the amount of interactions with my cousin that really set all this shit off. The one that's racist uh-huh. then went on to tell me, um, 
he's an adult now. First of all, he was an adult when I got married. We're damn near the same age. He was an adult then when he made that choice to not go to my wedding because I was marrying someone black. He was an adult then. Um, But telling me he's an adult now and he has a daughter, he's probably not even like that anymore. I think you should like experience how he is for yourself instead of listening to other people tell you what language he uses and like how he is. Because I told her I have family and friends that hang out with him and be in the same circles and they know that he says the N word and that he is a fucking racist. And why are they going to lie? And so, yeah, that's her, like, defending him in a way and, like, excusing her, like, lying to me about and, like, hiding it from me being around him. So that just lets me know again, I'm going to be nowhere near you or them. She even went as far as to say, yeah, like, that is my sister's grandchild. I don't even want to get hella messy, but, like, your sister left him, like, to get all the way real. Your sister fucking left him the same way you left me. So let's, you know, it gets deep. It gets really deep. But, like, she don't get it. And she's not going to get it. And she's just not an an adult, not enough of a parent and not enough of an adult to, like, see herself, like, step out and see herself. Like, I thank God that I—here's me getting religious for my church. I thank God—this is my testimony—that I I can step out of my body— Um, through the Lord and I can fucking look at myself and be like you were so crazy out of pocket for doing a b and c you know what I mean it made me realize everybody's not able to do that no you're not and I'm sorry that's really unfortunate that you're stunted that way like to me you're slow in that way because I'm sorry you should be able to by now look at yourself and like self-reflect but you're so far up that same man's ass that was able to get you to do all this in the first place. Like, it's not going to change. It's just not. I'm glad that my sister, I will say this. I'm glad that my sisters don't experience any of that that I know of. And they right. get parented better than I did. I'll just say that. Right. Um, I think if any one of your children came to you and said, hey, I have a lot of hurt from this, this, and this. I I think you would do whatever to fix that and be so, you know, like, that's what I mean. I would fly to the fucking goddamn moon. I would lay in a fucking beehive covered in fucking honey. Like, whatever. Anything. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. And I just, I don't get parents who aren't of that same mindset. Like you have to be accountable to be a good parent. You have to. But it makes sense to me because we've never had that dynamic. So I get it, you know, like trying to force that now it's, I think it's too late. I think it's never going to happen. And it's like, cause you've never held that place for me. Like I'm a kid that was cussing you out when I was like five and six years old, like cussing you, not minor shit. I mean like cussing you out your socks. Like I never treated you like you were a parent cause you didn't fucking parent me. And so like to try to have that relationship now, like it's not going to happen. And so, you know, it's like, maybe she could say, well, then why make it an issue then if, if you feel that way, but like, 
just observing the way she's a parent to other people is a constant slap in my present grown up face. So like it's re-injuring every time I see you do motherly things with them and your dynamic with them, it slaps me still. And so why would I want to be around that? Why would I want to constantly re-injure myself to somebody that doesn't want to fix it, doesn't even want to admit it, can't even see where they fucked up? thinks either I'm overreacting or like I'm not being forgiving enough or I don't know what the fuck she thinks of of my position but she's yeah I don't oh and then she said something else like I had to grow up in grandpa's house too like I know how he was and um and I dealt with that too and I and I know at one point he was kind of racist at one point too so you left me there (laughs) like if you know how how does that better your case how right. you like why would you include that in the email at all you knew how he was and you fucking left me there yeah like, that's the insanity it's just it's too much it's too much that it's not worth me explaining in a reply so she won't get one so listen to this episode bitch hit rewind as many times as you need to but yeah i'm you won't get a reply i'm sorry Yeah, it's just crazy. It was just a lot of like, but I did this, but I did that, but I did this and I did this for your kids and I did that for your kids. And I had Bunny's birthday party. We would get her every weekend during the summer. We had her even at Christmas one year, blah, blah, blah. Because Bunny did grow up very close to them, you know, when she was young. What? And then she said, oh, and Santana doesn't even know me. She's not even going to know me. These are all of your concerns or about me, me, me. They're not about Maria. all of your concerns are about you and like how you feel and like you know who like santana's not even gonna know you that's your big concern right now like what about santana's mom they're gonna be around you like what what about santana's what about santana's mom yeah exactly and then to say Like, that's my sister's grandchild. Like, yes, I'm going to be there. Okay, but you're not thinking that way and being protective and thinking of, like, your own child. (laughs) So you think I give a fuck about your sister's grandchild? You being around for her and you're not... Your sister wasn't even around for her grandchild's dad. Like, come on now. Be for real. Be fucking for real. Therapy is needed for yourself. I'm not even interested no more. (laughs) For you, like for me and you. God, I'm sorry. Yeah, it is what it is. I'll be fine. Okay. At least I'm not crying right now, you know? Yeah. It's progress. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Okay, we have a few birthdays. Let's do that. Um, Hey, aunties. So I'm writing in for myself for my birthday because fuck, it's been a shitty year. LOL. Trigger warning, dumbass family. In the very beginning of 22, I lost my godfather, who I was super close with, 27 days before my birthday. And leading up to my birthday, I kept telling my mom, I bet you the weekend before my birthday, we lay him to rest. Sure enough, on 2-26-22, we laid him to rest. But that's not all. My dysfunctional ass dad and uncle want to get into that. It want to get into it that following night. My dad calls me. Where are you at? I need you to come to my house. Me sitting at a restaurant eating dinner with my mom tells my bio dad, who I really don't fuck with. Oh, I'm already at home. I can't. 
He then tells me, I think I killed your uncle. Laugh my ass off. I start apologizing and tell him, okay, I'm down the street. I'll be there right now. I pull up to my dad's house and I don't see my uncle anywhere. My dad is pacing back and forth, cussing and tells me he's downstairs. I go downstairs and when I tell you it looks like a fucking murder scene, it's no joke. I open his room and he's laid out on his bed, probably messed up. He sits up and blood starts shooting out of his head. My asshole clenched so hard. I ran up the stairs and told my dad, oh, bitch, you're going to jail. This motherfucker hit him with a fucking pipe. My dad... Oh, no. (laughs) My dad goes downstairs and lays with his brother telling him, man, brother, why'd you make me do this to you, brother? Oh, my God. The police come patch up my uncle. My uncle tells the police he fell down the stairs. Me and my mom look at each other like these motherfuckers. My uncle's still alive and still messed up, LOL. Thank God he's still alive. Right. And then probably saved him, honestly. No, really. Because people on meth be like superhero strength and they be able to fucking fall out of windows and shit and survive and get hit by cars and be fine. Yep. A few months later, my dad passed away unexpectedly. Stepdad. My world at this point was crashing down still from my godfather passing. And now my dad, who had raised me when my bio father decided I was too much to handle at four years old. We don't use step for, but for the less confusion, I will. My stepdad was the most amazing, sweetest man to his kids, but a badass um, H.A. who had find out tattooed on his knuckle because his favorite saying was fuck around find out i miss his hugs where he put his armpit in my face on purpose and his favorite thing he'd ask miha you want some candy and proceeds to hand me two fucking tums i love you dad (laughs) all in all happy birthday to me 25 years on this piece of shit i love you aunties oh happy birthday thank you for sharing that dysfunction man jesus christ i know I appreciate all that story. That's for sure. We, we all have, can have some. Hey, gorgeous girls. I wanted to send myself a birthday shout out. February 28th, I turned the big 30. I've survived my 20s and now I'm ready to live in my 30s. If you know, you know. Yes. And shout out to Crystal and Pat. Thank you so much for creating this safe space we call Hello Dysfunction. I fucking love it here. Dysfunctional Poor Vida. That's oh, from Adrian. I happy love birthday. That and happy birthday coming up. I know. I think it Pat. Wait, yeah, coming up. Yeah. Girl. <laughs> I'm getting You're confused. like, we're in March. It's Easter. Yes, we're in March already. <laughs> yes. Dude, I keep fucking getting confused. All right. That's it for this okay. week. Well, I got to pee and I got to use a funnel and pee and hope I don't pee on myself uh, in this Faha. Well, that's right. You got to use the fucking handheld urinal. Yeah, good times. And the new one I ordered is too big. It's for a big horse pussy. And normally I would be like, oh, this is fine. But it doesn't fit in the fucking opening of this new Faha. So thank God I still had the little one from my previous BBL. And that one is all pinched. So piss comes out the side sometimes. I got like, Wait, do you stand up and do it? No, I squat. I squat over the toilet. Oh, damn it. I was going to say, do you take advantage and use it like a man? Use it like a real man, bitch, and go outside. That's what I should try. 
<laughs> Buck, get the fuck up and come record me. <laughs> I'm about to piss out back off the balcony. My neighbors call the leasing office. <laughs> yeah, we're not trying that yet. Maybe when I get the hang of it better, I'll do it. <laughs> Don't ever say a horse pussy. It is. I'll show you the size. It's fucking huge. All right, you guys. Mm -mm. Please, you know, the usual. Share us. Tell your moms. Please leave us a review. I've been checking every day and we haven't got any reviews lately. Make me smile with a review, please. No, for real. And for those of you on Patreon, we're we're closing merch after this weekend. So if you were gonna order, you better do it quickly. Um and I think that's it, you guys. Suck it easy. Go to bed. Thank you.